Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to the most dramatic podcast ever. I'm Chris Harrison. I hope everybody has had an amazing holiday week and weekend. Um, I spent some time with the family, was up with the kids at TCU. My son had a couple of lacrosse games. Congrats to the boys for winning both their big games. Um, Lauren was not with me. Uh, she went with me last week and we did the sports stuff. Getting her to do that twice, that was a big ask. And she took a girl's trip this week. And I, if you've been following her social media, which you should, by the way, if you're not following LZ on social, you're missing out. Maybe the most entertaining social media site ever. But it's something we really believe in. We've always believed in is, is having our separate lives and taking those girls trips, taking those boys trips. And, you know, they, they feed your soul in ways that I can't. And so I appreciate that. And I appreciate she has dear friends that she really has had for most of her adult life. And I think that's important. And I, I remember I was actually dating somebody early on after my divorce and they had no girlfriend. 
no very few friends at all. And I thought that's, that is a red flag. So one of the things I love about LZ is she has so many dear friends in her life that she makes a priority and wants to spend time with. So LZ is not going to be with me today. Filling in and joining me today is Tori Spelling. Donna Martin, 90210 fame. There are so many things I want to talk to Tori about, and I'm excited that she's joining us on the show. So without further ado, hey, Tori, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Chris Harrison. I, we have never met. We no, are. We haven't? No. That's odd. I, I know. I just watch you every week, I guess. Well, our paths have never crossed. I thought about this today. I'm like, and mm-hmm. I, I probably have interviewed you at some point when I was doing red carpet stuff, but. Right. Or we've probably been at the same event, but yeah, we've never totally. had the opportunity to spend some time together. And so uh, I am so happy to get to spend a little time with you today and get to know you and, uh, and chat. I'm going to have to say your whole name every time I talk to you because I just, you're just Chris Harrison to me. So it happens. And by the way, it's yeah, okay. That's I'm pe- sure. people okay. do that in public. Uh, Lauren Zima does not do that to me, thankfully. Uh, but speaking <laughs> that, that of, that would be awkward. LZ is not here. She is uh, on a girl's trip. And usually we kick the show off by doing headlines. And so yes. if you don't mind, do you want to jump in and, and do headlines with me? I would love it. Uh, The first one we're going to talk about is this Megan Fox story. Obviously, her and Machine Gun Kelly uh, broke up. And she got off Instagram, just got got done with it, pulled it off. But she came back. Megan Fox reactivated her Instagram account Sunday and shared a post noting that there was no cheating involved in her relationship with Machine Gun Kelly. So days after she deleted all the photos of herself and and machine gun, do we call him machine gun? Um, I think we do. Yeah, Mr. Gun, uh, MGK, MGK from her profile. So she removed all all the Instagram. Then she posted, "There has been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons." While I do hate to rob you of uh, running random baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by chat GPT, uh, you need to let this story die and leave all of these innocent people alone now. First of all, I love the sense of humor, but Tori, what's your take on this? So I did a deep dive. I went down the rabbit hole on Sunday because I was not watching football. So I literally, IRL in real time, IRL. IRT. Yeah. In real time, (laughs) I was in real life. I was like watching this happen and I went on to Instagram and people were still like saying, oh my God, she's like the burning of the letter and all that. And then all of a sudden her Instagram disappeared and they weren't putting it on the news. I was looking at the news feed simultaneously. Why I was doing this, I don't know. Sorry, really bored. But um, yeah, I watched her Instagram disappear and I was fascinated by this. And then there was all that talk that she followed three people. It was Eminem, um, one other, and Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Which I was like, ooh, that's a very MGK reference. I feel like that could be her next. It seemed personal. Taking. Um, but yeah, this whole thing played out. Interference is odd that she puts that because it happened during the Super Bowl. I would say kind of took over the Super Bowl news, except for Rihanna. Right. Well, but what do you think about her only coming back to say, hey, there's no third party. He wasn't cheating. I I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about this because I keep looking. The person they're talking about is Sophie Lloyd, who is his guitarist. And then if you look at his ex, Summer Rae, 
if you meld the three of them together, they're one person, really. One beautiful person, by the way. One hot person, yeah. I kind of have a hot take on this. Okay, what is it? And it was it got kind of personal for me, and I felt I liked that she did this, and here's why. So I went through a very public divorce um, after being married for 17 years, two kids, and all this stuff. And being the host of of the show, I was hosting the Bachelor Bachelorette series. Obviously, everything quickly went to, oh, he's probably cheating. He's right. probably you know sleeping around with these girls, and that's probably what has driven the wedge between them. That's instantly what everybody ran to. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. And as much as the tabloids tried to make that happen, they couldn't make that story stick. And actually, my ex-wife and I had this conversation because it was very amicable and we were still on talking terms. She said, do you want me to say something? And this was back during our divorce. She said, do you want me to go public and and actually make a statement like this? Mm -hmm. And we decided Mm -hmm. no. I said, you know, when you throw more gasoline on the fire, it's just only going to exacerbate this. That was my feeling at the time. But I respected the fact that she had thought that through as well and was willing to make that statement public. And so I kind of respect the fact that Megan could have been a martyr. She could have said, just let this stuff go. And everyone, oh, woe is Megan Fox, and he's cheating on her, and she could have gotten the sympathy vote, but she didn't do that. She took that away to make this statement. So I don't know if that's the reason she did it, but I respect that only because it kind of hit home for me. I understand that. And um, yeah, I went through a very public divorce as well. And you know, you always wish it was handled like you and your ex. That is great. Um, you're right. Megan is no victim, and she never plays that card. Um, She says it like it is. I don't know, though, that there wasn't something going on here. And you know what? You make a really good point. It's always the man that they say is the person doing it. Right. What if it's the woman? You know what? What if she cheated on him? I don't know the actual percentage, but it is either equal, I think, even larger that more females, more women cheat on their spouses than men. Right. See, there you go. What if the dishonesty was like he said he took the trash out, but he didn't? Right. But that, that's that's immediately what it went to. Well, and it's, it's, you know, and the look, the tabloids, and, and you and I are no stranger to this, go straight to that. Obviously, it's right. juicy. It gets headlines. And then what, whether it's true or not really doesn't matter because then they can report on if it's not true. And again, this one thing that Megan did do was now give this story legs. Now people can write about this. And that's what they want. And that's why we chose to remain silent just because I knew there was no validity to my BS And I knew it would blow away as much as they were trying to call around town and see who I was sleeping around with. I knew there was nothing there. So I knew it would go away. And it helps when you can, you know, put your head down at night and there's no skeletons in your closet. But I found it interesting that she only came back just to say this and did it with a great sense of humor as well. She always has a really fun, dark sense of humor, which I appreciate because I think she's hot. Well, yeah. I've, I've only met her once uh, when she she came in and I, I interviewed, I think I was actually talking to Brian Austin Green, someone you know, and um, she came in with him. And so I met her years and years ago. I, I don't know if you know her. I actually worked with Megan years ago on a series. This is how funny they, they really got it wrong this time. They, we were in a pilot together and I was a guest star. She was a regular. And when the pilot went, they actually didn't have enough money for all the regulars. And they took her out of it and put me as a regular. They really screwed up. But that um, <laughs> she probably has no recollection of this. But it was called The Help. And she was like seriously 17 years old. But um, I never met her with Brian. 
so that's the Megan Fox story. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes from here, though. Yeah, I'm I'm I don't feel like they're over. Do you feel like they're over? Something Chris tells Harrison? me something tells me it just it doesn't feel over. And that's why I was reluctant, even from the top of this headline to say they're broken up, because that move and what she's saying, it doesn't feel completely over. I, I agree. Oh. I have one more thing to say about it. Yeah. What What about the therapy session that paparazzi got the dark grainy pictures of them coming out of a therapy session together? I did. I that's a hot take. I didn't even see this. You really okay. did do a deep dive. No, I just happened. I just happened to look her up once in a blue moon, <laughs> <laughs> way before this story came up. But um, yeah, no, they were they were leaving. I mean, they could have been leaving anywhere. They yeah. could have been leaving like Chili's or something, having a bite to eat and giving his stuff back. I, I don't know. They said it was a marriage counseling session. It just doesn't feel, yeah, it doesn't feel complete yet. It doesn't feel like we can put a pin in this yet. I think we will yeah. have to revisit the Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly story. Yeah, it doesn't feel complete yet. You know what else doesn't really feel complete yet, Chris What's that? Harrison? Uh, the next headline that we're, we're going to talk about, hopefully you'll, you'll talk about it with me. Um, so there's a big headline out there, Exit Remorse, ABC considering bringing back ousted host Chris Harrison to boost ratings. Hmm. What? That's a big one out there. I know. Can you believe that? I didn't see that headline. When did that come out? Yeah. No, yeah. In, all, in all seriousness, yes, those headlines hit this week. Um, a lot. A lot. And you know, it's funny, speaking of a lot, there are certain stories that hit and they are more impactful. And I can tell because of who reaches out to me in my life about this. So most stories <laughs> that are written, you know, if my name's in a headline, you get nothing, nobody. This right. one was interesting because I was driving to get dinner the other night. My dad calls, not strange, but I pick up the phone. He's like, hey, are you going back to that show you were working for? That and, show. And by the way, he says that show, uh, it didn't mean that to be derogatory. Honestly, my dad probably does not know the name of the show I was hosting for 20 years. Uh, right. and, I, and I love I him it. for that. And I'm not even joking, but- It's a parent thing to say. Yeah, yes. exactly. That show. So dad calls me. Then two of my best friends, I mean, I'm talking about friends I talk to on the daily, called and said, hey, are you, are you going back? What in the world is happening? So do you, Tori, do you get that too of there are certain stories that are so impactful and you know because of who reaches out to you personally? All the time. I mean, they have written about my marriage. Well, we've been married 17 years, for 17 years, yeah. on again, off again. And I know it's, yeah, my brother reached out to me and he's like, I know they always write stuff, but is it true that you guys are getting a divorce? And I was like, what about this one made it more impactful that you thought maybe right. this one, this time it's true? So yes, I know what you mean. It is interesting though. Sometimes it does, it just strikes a chord. And so this one obviously was very personal for a lot of people who went through what I went through and they went through it with me. These are the people that were in- We the, went in, on the journey with Right, you. they were in the foxhole with me each and every day. And so these are people that are, are really shocked to see this headline. Well, apparently ABC is considering bringing you back because they're having dismal bachelor ratings. Well, look, here's the story as well. By the way, the, the real story that broke was internal conversations are being had by ABC executives about mm -hmm. bringing me back. Do I- think these conversations have happened? Mm -hmm. Probably. And, and mm -hmm. here's why. I think it would almost be crazy not to. If you're running a business, any business at all, and that business, sales are down 50 to 60% and right. falling. Mm -hmm. 
and everybody can see the numbers. We know what's happening. And you think there's something that could change that and fix that. Of course, you're going to have that conversation. You would be crazy not to have that conversation. And with the advent of this podcast, the most dramatic mm -hmm. podcast ever, they've seen the numbers. They've seen right. the response in my social media. They're not deaf to all of that. They've seen what's happening. So am I shocked that these conversations are happening? No, it's not. It would not be a surprise. In fact, I would be shocked if they weren't happening. Right. And when they say internal conversations, is that the version of like a source says for like a celebrity? Right. Well, they, they said the a, a source within ABC said these conversations are taking place. That was the actual story. And then from there, it spread to, you know, is Chris Harrison coming back? And actually, Chris Harrison is coming back. And they're talking to him. And so it, it obviously go, you know how it goes from there, clickbait, clickbait. Right. Um, but the, the two original stories had the source inside the network saying these conversations were happening. Well, I wondered, do you believe that ABC could have leaked this story? I mean, I'm, I keep going like who put the story out there to get legs? I mean, we know it's not Jesse Palmer. So <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Fact. You know, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, you, you would have to ask them, but. Would it be the craziest okay, thing? Okay, Chris the Harrison, hang on. Okay, you call an ABC? Yeah, I have a direct number in. Do you go? Do you do you go straight to the top? Do you go to Mickey Mouse? Who do you go to? Well, for years, I mean, my dad had all of his shows there, and it used to be called Off the Record Aaron Broadcast Company. Wow. So I, I'm pretty high up. I there. bet you do. Um, <laughs> but sorry, what were you saying? No, I just you know, would it be crazy to send out that test balloon? And to see you know, how people respond to test the waters, of course. Yeah. So it's, it's not the most outlandish, crazy story, although it, it did make waves and it got a lot. And again, whether that was the intention of all this, you know, who knows, but that it definitely made the press. Well, I mean, that's not the real question. The real question is, would you consider going back? That's the multi-million dollar question on the table. The multi-gazillion <laughs> dollar question. Look, here, here's the thing. And, I, and I, I'm not being dodgy when I talk about this because I've talked about it previously as well. It's complicated. First of all, I live by the axiom, never say never, because I, th I just think in life and in business that comes back to bite you in the butt. Yeah. So I'll never say never. But with that said, it is complicated. Would I have that conversation? Yes. I also believe in relationships and in business. Take the phone call and you listen and you have that mm -hmm. conversation, whether it's uncomfortable or not. I think you got to have that personal phone call. So yes, I would have that conversation. I would listen. I would listen to anybody who calls me and go through it. But, and I hate to leave it at that, but it is very complicated and it would be very complicated. Wow. You just left me wanting more because when people say it's complicated, they mean it's complicated. <laughs> I mean, do you miss doing The Bachelor? You have so much else going well, on. You know, and, and I, I want to eventually get to you on this because you have great perspective being a part of a franchise that was so historic at 90210 for a decade of your life and being known as something. And so, you know, multiply that by two. So for 20 years, I was the host of this franchise and it yeah. was a historic franchise as well. So I'm grateful to that. 
I will always be grateful for that in my life. It changed my life. It changed my kids' lives. I have a lot of friends that are still there working on the show, people I really care about. And so I loved my time. Not all of it. It was still a job. And there were things I didn't love, but that's the way it is at any job. But Mm -hmm. overall, it was amazing. It was an incredible experience. And I could go on and on about the travel and seeing the world and having never done that in my life and having that opportunity to taking my kids around the world. So again, all these things that were so wonderful in my life have to do with this show. And so many milestones happened during the show because it was, you know, from the time I was 30, you know, almost to when I was 50 years old, that's my professional life when I was doing this show. So it was really impactful. And so, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved parts of it. Did it change? Yes. And was it the same in the last several years? No, it was not. And it, I was contemplating when it was going to be time. That was the first time I started having those mm. conversations. And Lauren and I have the, have had those conversations. And she, now that she's gotten to know me, has even said, wow, I've, I've, I see now that you, you were really torn by this. And so that's why I say it would be incredibly complicated. Okay, so what I'm hearing here is ABC, if you're listening, and you're obviously totally listening, he will take the call. We have a lot to talk about. We'll see where this goes. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What about you? And I mean, because I don't mind being synonymous with the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I don't mind even when I go out today. And, you know, I was up in at TCU seeing my kids and people come up to me and talk about the show. And I don't mind that. Do you mind being known or called Donna Martin and being known as Beverly Hills 90210? Absolutely not. I actually get mad when I hear people say like, oh, I'd rather stay away from that. I don't want to talk about that show anymore. It's the show that, you know, whether it's a TV show, a movie, anything that made you Like, how could you not? So I'm grateful. And I always say, I'm 50% Tori, 50% Donna. Like, you know, we're we're technically the same person. So um, I'll always be grateful. And when people say Donna, I turn around just as fast as I do when they say Tori. Well, I think it's interesting that there are those, and you know these people, uh, there's even people from my show that have gone on and there's actors and actresses when they, you'll bring something up or something's mentioned in an interview and they're like, I don't want to talk about that. You know, I, I don't want to talk about being on The Bachelor. Right. Bachelor. I, yeah, that's not me anymore. It's like, well, I, I understand, but it's the only reason I'm talking to you. So it's okay to give in to that, but you, it doesn't have to define you the rest of your life. You can go on and define yourself however you want. But I find it interesting, those people, and, and I'm wondering, I guess my question to you is, who are those people? What is it about certain people that just, they got to leave that certain part of their past behind, whether it was a part they played or a show they were on? But they can't. That's the thing. They're trying to run away from something that they'll never run away from. So we should just take it head on, answer the question, then move on to what you really want to talk about. But dismissing it and saying that, oh, you know, I don't know, because it's always if people love you for a certain thing, they're always going to love you for a certain thing. Yeah, You're right. And we loved you for Donna Martin. And thank you. and, And that whole part of it was so that show was so transformational for so many people. And I know you've heard all these stories, obviously, but a show that's that impactful and was a part of so many people's lives, how do you deny that? You can't. I mean, I'm so grateful. Like both of us, we're national treasures. National treasures, Chris <laughs> you, Harrison. You, are you and I both. So wait, wait. So at night, I was doing the math. You were 17, 18, 17 when you jumped on? I was 16 when I did the pilot. Gosh. So- 16, it was 10 years. So from 16 to when you were 26, 27 years old, very, very tough age to be a 
teenager. Now, you know, my daughter is about that age. She's, I mean, I just, she's 19 now, but I just went through those years with her. Those are tough years when life is perfect, uh, when life is great. I can't imagine so many insecurities, so many chemicals running through your body at the time. And then you're put on that platform that had to be so bizarrely difficult for you. It's funny. You said life is perfect. Life is great during those years. I have teenagers now and all I keep thinking is, oh my God, they think they have it bad now. Imagine having to go through what you're going through on national TV (laughs) and like people watching you being under a microscope. So, you know, my teens will be like, oh, I don't feel good. I don't look good. My face is breaking out. And I'm like, Yep. Yep. I know that well, but imagine I had to still do it on TV every single week. It was hard. Yeah. There wasn't the internet then, which my kids like to remind me, you know, and they ask if there were cars back then, (laughs) but there was like chat boards you could go to. Right. And they would write the most horrific things. I mean, things that now at 49 years old, I still remember and let kind of let define my life. I hated my eyes for years, just until like recently, because people used to be like, oh, bug eyes, frog eyes. And I'd be like, oh my God, my big eyes suck. Now I realize they're one of my best assets. At 17 years old, 18 years old. It was old, horrible. Yeah, that is so difficult. And I, at the beginning of this, you know, when I was talking about you coming on the show, what I find interesting is I don't love talking to people where everything's perfect in life. And, you know, they're just, you know, living life one positive quote after the other. I like people who, I mean, you honestly, percentage wise, shouldn't even be sitting here. Child star. Father was unbelievably famous, as you said. I mean, running every network and getting everything. You know, if he pitched something at a lunch, it was on that afternoon. So growing up in Hollywood, growing up under the shadow of that, and then being famous yourself, and then going the reality route, it's amazing you're sitting here. Yeah. I was always a good girl. I was a good kid. And I, you know what? I was always work focused. And I think I learned that from my dad. I mean, my dad was a workaholic, but on the weekends always made time for us. And I grew up with that like sense of drive. I'm super driven. Like I want something to happen. I'm going to keep going till it happens. And I've always been like that. So I didn't have time to get lost in the Hollywood shuffle of like, you know, I went out and stuff, but going down the rabbit hole of drugs and stuff, you know, I was focused on doing my job and what was the next big thing. Yeah. But you say that so almost flippantly. I know it doesn't happen. No, you had to make those decisions. I mean, you look at the percentage of child stars, especially that come from a very famous parent like that. That's not a, that's not an easy task. I mean, kudos to your parents who I don't know either, um, didn't know, but that is amazing though, that you, you were centered with that drive and never, never took a right when you easily could have, you stayed on this path. You easily could have taken that. Well, I didn't say I was a good driver, but yes. (laughs) Well, Uh, you were kind of known and this, this actually brings me to a headline that maybe I buried here. Because you were known, Donna Martin, as America's virgin. Yes. Obviously, something else that was difficult to carry with you through your teenage years and then into your 20s. But did I read this story right? You have spent money. You've been paying money to see Denise Richards naked on OnlyFans. Is (laughs) is this true? Guilty. For real? Yes. This is for real. So Denise and I have been friends since, well, she was on 90210. We met, that's when we met, like when she was like 15. So we've known each other all these years, stayed friends. We're good friends. And yeah, when I heard she was on OnlyFans, I was like, 
interesting. I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, hmm, can a can an actress like really transition and do this and still have her career and still be okay with being a mom and people not giving her, you know, a hard time? So I did click on there at Christmas dinner, no. which is what everyone does at the Christmas you know dinner table. Yeah, we were deciding, do we want to play card games or look at Denise Richards naked? And I, I, know. I think you chose wisely, by the way. Well, well done. You know what? I'm a smart cookie, yeah. Chris Harrison. So <laughs> I... Yeah, so I, I went to look on it to just be like, oh, let's see what this is. But they get you. They're super smart on OnlyFans. Okay. They cover things up. You know, there was like a peach covering something. And it was like, I was like, oh, oh, I can't see anything. Oh, but if you subscribe, you can see more. So, and then it says, if you DM the person um, and tip them, they're more likely to send you a picture faster. Because okay. they send a picture oh. to your DM. Okay. For all those who have never been on OnlyFans. I'll, I'll admit, and I'm not just lying for public consumption here, I've never been on OnlyFans. So it's I, I actually had no idea. It's complicated. So I had no idea. <laughs> I actually don't know. I mean, I know you have to pay and then you get a subscription. But so you don't, you st- did you then b- subscribe? I did. And, and did you DM Denise? I did. And I did it under my alias, which is like my hotel alias that I've checked in for years since 90210. So okay. I was like, she probably knows that name. I probably told her. Wow. I'm, di- I'm dying to ask you what that alias is. I can't tell you. Well, it's 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 a pairing of my first dog and okay. in the 90s, my favorite star. Oh, okay. Those are the names. Interesting. Okay. Um, but I, yeah. And so I was like, hi, would love to see, how are you? Would love to see more. I like what I see, would love to see more. And I I think tipping did get me a DM faster because I got a picture. Okay. And then I was like, oh, that looks good. Okay, well, but now I want to see more. So it really gets you going in that rabbit hole. And then the next day, I saw that you could get a VIP subscription. And it was like, normally, I'm not going to say the number right, but it was like $150. But today only, it's $49.99. Okay. So, of course, I had to do the of VIP. Course. No, it's just, like, it's just like going to Costco. You never know yeah, what you need until you get there. I'm a smart consumer. Exactly. And I was like, look at the deal I'm getting here. I'm getting a good deal. So, I got it. Anyway, yeah, $400 later, um, I saw a lot more of my friend than I've ever seen. So, so I don't know, how far has Denise taken this? Is it topless? Is it? Full nude? It's What's she doing? Feet? Not What's full up? nude. Okay. Do you say feet? Yes. Feet is a big one. No, so I know. As no, I was doing this. The foot culture out there is really bizarre. Oh my gosh. As I was doing this and, and my friends were like, you would do really well on OnlyFans. I was like, oh, I don't know. And then my son, who is 10 and is always on his video games and never looks up. He goes, mom, actually put your feet on Feet Finder. You'll do much better. <laughs> and I go, what, Finn? He goes, Feet Finder, you'll make a lot of money. <laughs> Have you ever done a deep dive on Feet Finder? My 10-year-old should not be on that, but. Yeah, Lauren went on it one time because she's <laughs> very hi- she's very highly rated because she was on Entertainment Tonight for so many years and obviously, ah, would, I guess, show her feet from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so, Oh, you're talking wiki feet. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, she was on, so wherever they rate your feet, she was she was very highly rated. And I said, babe, oh. do, do start with some foot stuff. Let's go. Um, so- Am I to understand, first of all, you saw your friend naked and have you talked to Denise about this? So, oh, so she just shows boobs and butt, no bottom half front. And so- Just to clear it up. Have you talked to her? Does she finally know that it was Tori Spelling? So I felt really weird. So I texted her that night and I said, hey, mama, um, just want to talk to you about something. It was Christmas though, so she didn't text me back. Right. And then the next week, I went on Jeff Lewis Live and I told the story. And then Denise texted me and she was like, 
I'm dying. That is the funniest thing. And I said, in all fairness, I tried to text you first. You didn't respond. She goes, I'm so sorry. We were sick over Christmas. So yeah, she knows. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So yeah. the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Maybe the biggest question: Are you seriously contemplating doing OnlyFans? It's complicated. <laughs> no, you you can't repeat my answer. 
Oh, I can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, would t- I would take the call because I, ne- I always believe in taking the call. Okay. And just listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, you know what? Help me through this one, Chris Harrison. Okay. What would be the pros and cons for me as an outside perspective of someone in this business? Okay. You have five, six children, right? Yes. Five at home still or all six? Um, my stepson is here. Actually, my stepdaughter is here. I have seven kids in the house right now. So five from my belly. Yes. Good Lord. And, and they range from the ones from my belly <laughs> are from ages 15 to five. Okay. So yeah. that's a lot, by the way. God bless you. So mm-hmm. now you know why I'm thinking about OnlyFans. If you I have a lot of this, mouths to feed. I mean, clearly I know that a lot of people are doing it and making right. absolute bank on this and crushing it. Yes. In your mind, what would you be willing to do? Like scantily clad, like dressed lingerie? We talking just feet? Maybe you just dabble and start with the foot stuff. But how? Like in your, in all seriousness, how far do you think you would be willing to go? Well, I did do a deeper dive, and I see like my friend comedian Whitney Cummings is on OnlyFans, okay. and she does it, and and her in there was you know I'm going to tell you if you DM me jokes like dirtier jokes okay. that you wouldn't normally well, I like get. That. So I was like, maybe there's a creative way. I like comedy. I do a lot of funny skits. Maybe there's something I could do and be scantily clad in those skits. I don't know. Because what? here's the thing with me. No matter what I do, people have something to say about it. Of course. I guess I'm polarizing. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think you're polarizing. I think you're just, you've had this part of our heart and soul. And that's what, that's what I guess hits me is, would, would people pay- to see Donna Martin from 90210 naked or interlo- yes. of course they're going to. That would be a draw. Yeah, I mean, see, it has to be that. It has to be some sort of America's favorite virgin. It would have to be some sort of Donna Martin nod, which exactly. is that just crossing the line altogether. Just naked at the peach pit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> I just, I know I find it fascinating. And I, I wonder. How many of these conversations have taken place in households across America <laughs> when, you know, people are seeing how much money is being made and I'm sure some of it's being over, you know, exaggerated millions and millions and I've made a million dollars this month or whatever, but there's still a lot of money being made. And I'm sure Denise, if you've talked to her, has she said what the downside is? Has she felt any negativity towards this other than having to deal with the fact that she is a mom as well? She has said she thought she would have a backlash because she's a mom and an actress. And she says, no, it's quite the opposite. So, but yeah, it it would be a hard one because I know the fans are super invested in me as Donna Martin, America's Virgin. Um, And if I was going to do something like this, it should have been years ago. I mean, the Donna Martin, like vibrator, something, we could have gone somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. My husband always said I missed the boat and I should have made the Donna Martin pocket. So, um, (laughs) Wait, can I say that on your show? Absolutely. The Donna Martin, <laughs> the Donna Martin pocket. Thank you. It's not, mm-hmm. not easy to say. Um, Rolls just right off your tongue. I just had a question. And for some reason, the pocket definitely threw me. <laughs> how would you justify this? And how would you have this conversation with your kids? Oh, good thing. Good, thing. good one. Good one. Good one. Um, 
I think as long as, here's the thing, I think OnlyFans gets a bad name. So before OnlyFans was, you know, porn mm-hmm. and nude, it was actually, I remember them approaching me and it was going to be like a cameo type situation right. where you could go on and do videos and yeah. talk to your fans and they could tip you, all that. And then all of a sudden it took a different direction. And now I think they're really trying to bring it back. They have people, they have chefs on making meals. I don't know if they're doing it naked, but it's just, I don't know. So I feel like if there's another way in, I'm not saying I wouldn't show revealing stuff. Right. I do that anyway on my own Instagram. So like, I think my kids would be supportive. Dean would have no problem with this. He totally supports it. (laughs) He's like, go make that money, babe. Please. He came up with the idea of the Donna Martin pocket. That's he, true. he doesn't want me to be on OnlyFans. He's like, go for it. I, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. I was I just put myself in this position of if what I would feel about Lauren. And look, if she wants to do something like that, I support her. She's her own woman. And that's what I love about her. You don't you can't love a woman for being strong and independent. And then when they do something strong and independent, you have a problem with it. Um, so whatever true. she'd want to do, but I, I it would be hard for me. It would be hard for me to share her like that. Gotcha. Yeah. That's personal well, to me. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens if, if I take that call. Again, maybe start with, you know, do you have pretty feet? Maybe just start with the feet. I have great feet. Okay. Maybe we just start with the feet and then we work our way up and you have like really nice kneecaps. I don't know if kneecaps are a fetish, but then we just kind of, you know, get to an elbow. Just make it, just start simple. On OnlyFans, you mean? Yeah, on OnlyFans. Here's the thing. I think if you're going to like... You got to come out of the gate big. Go big or go home. Oh, wow. And okay. I'm not saying okay. like show it all, right. but you got to. You either get to do it or you're not. Yeah. Okay. You can't like dip your toe in the water. Wow. You gotta, I can't you wait to see where this story explosive. goes. I know. Me too. I'm getting excited about it. Just talking to you. When you make your decision. That came off wrong. <laughs> when you make your decision, will you come back here and let me know? Um. Yes. And will when you make your decision, uh, will can I come back here and will you let me know? Yes. That's okay, a promise. Perfect. I guarantee okay, there you go. we will have this conversation. Great. Mutual agreement. Done. Mutual agreement. Yeah. ABC, OnlyFans, you know where to reach us. You know, the press for this would be bonkers. People would go crazy. And this- I do. It's something that, you know, again, I just met you today, but I feel like, again, and people say this to me, I feel like I know you because I have right. seen story after story after story. I feel like I went through the life and times with your family and then- yep afterwards and in, in the your marriage and the problems in your marriage like i feel like the press has been on you every day and so it has yeah. been relentless in your life how have you managed that it's not easy <laughs> it's hard it's you know i try to give my kids as normal a life as possible right. um but, you know, they're aware. They're aware when there's paparazzi following us. They're aware, you know, when fans are coming up that, you know. And I know for some of them it's easier. And for some, they're like, you know, we just want you. We want it to be private. Um, for me, I've kind of gone through life with like blinders on. Right. I think because I had to. It was like a a protective mechanism that I didn't even know I did. I remember at the height of 90210, like my friends not in 90210, we would be out and they'd be like, oh my God, everyone's staring at you. Everyone's looking. And I'd be like, I didn't even notice it because I think it was my own like functioning way of like to go through life. Because I never wanted to be that person to be like, I can't go out. I can't do that. And I don't want my kids to live that life. So, and my dad back in the day, I remember the first time I was in a tabloid and it was horrific talking about like plastic surgery. And I was 17. I'd had, I'd had my nose done, but that was it. Yeah. 
And they were writing, I had ribs removed and like right. my cheekbones, all this horrible stuff. And again, you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And it like broke my heart. And my dad said, uh, babe, was it, he talked like this, babe, mm-hmm. be happy they're talking about you. Be worried when they're not talking about you anymore. Interesting. See, I mean, and to I have like, your, what, how old were you when your dad passed? I was uh, 33, 32. Yeah. 32. So, and you guys had, it, it sounds like y'all had an amazing relationship. We did. And so, as a daddy's girl. And how about your mom? So that's, that's another one, like a story that was very public was your relationship with your mom. Oh my gosh. And especially after your dad passed and yeah. all the money and the finances and all that, like for all that to go public how, and the press was just relentless. Relentless to the point where, I mean, today we're very close yeah. and it took a long time and well, we kind of get into it sometimes about the press and the effect it had on it. And then we kind of say, oh, let's put it in the past. But, you know, to a certain extent, I think that fed into our relationship and the demise of our relationship. Um, because, you know, you can't help but reading stuff over and over every week and think, wow, does my own parent hate me? And she's like, does my own daughter hate me? And right. it was, Yeah, it was brutal. And that's happened to me with several people in my life, relationship-wise, that the press just, you know, blows it out of proportion and you believe it. And that's the thing. I I know people are like, it's it's hard to fathom how constant press like that can actually affect a relationship because what you're thinking is, well, just... Well, just call them or just talk to them. Like it's your mom or it's your friend. Right. But after you hear so much all the time, it does drive a wedge. It actually can get to you. You start reading quotes and you're like, well, they did say that. And the way they write these things and the way people talk, it's creative and it's good. Is there there a person in particular that you felt it it drove a wedge in between you that didn't really exist? A thousand percent um, with Shannon Doherty, like okay. on 90210, she and I were best friends. Like I'm best friends with Jenny Garth. Yeah. I would say Shannon and I were equally just as close back then. She was actually my first friend when I joined 90210. We did everything together. My dad used to say like, I love seeing you and Shannon come down your PJs sleeping over at the manor. Like we were so close um, and she really took me under her wing in that environment and, you know, she ended up getting married. She left the show um, and our lives just kind of moved on. But nothing happened between us. We never had a falling out. We right. never even had a fight. And the press suddenly made us, you know, she was my nemesis. Like she was the one, like I hated her. And we had this huge public fight that I read about for years to the point where I was terrified. I was like, Shannon hates me. Oh my gosh. And then I was at a Playboy Mansion party says everyone, but you know, (laughs) back in the early 2000s. Back when those were a thing. Yes. Um, And I was there and someone said, oh, Shannon's here. And I literally, I was like, oh my God, my heart fell into my feet. And I was like, I got to get out of here. And they're like, why Shannon? Like from your show? And I was like, she hates me. I can't, I can't see her. So it was a mutual friend and they're like, no, no, no. So they went over and they came back and they said, Shannon knows you're here and she actually wants to see you. She wants to talk to you. So I was so scared. So I went over and we both ended up saying that we had thought the press had pitted us together. We thought the other one hated each other and it it never existed. To this day, people always still put like, oh yeah, they had this horrible relationship. They hated each other. It was never her and I, maybe her and other people, but not me. Like what a shame though. Think about that. Like you you all but lost a great friend just because of that. I lost years with one of my best yeah. friends because of that. And we hugged it out and made up and and we're friends now. But it yeah, it took years. 
that would have been a great storyline on 90210. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. So the other thing that uh, you kind of just slipped in there, I, I love that you just you, your dad said, "I love having you guys at the manor." Yeah, <laughs> I had we called his house the manor. I had sleepovers at a house, um, not a manor. Um, I need to look up the the, the, the manor. The manor, yes, the manor. My mom had stationery and she had pens that said "stolen from the manor." I love that's amazing. If you did it. 
Um, but that is, that is amazing. And it, it happened on our show from time to time that the press and the most difficult part of, of the relationship post bachelor mm-hmm. bachelorette is the show stops filming you're together. Right. And then the show hasn't quite aired yet. So it's all a secret and you're not living together because you can't for the, the secrecy and right. you're trying to keep everything out of the press. And so these stories start going that so-and-so is out and about and he's already seeing somebody else or he's calling the, and so we ov- we always had to patch things up and and deal with the tabloid rumors and sometimes couples would break up before they ever had a chance to succeed just because of all uh. the press and it's it was such a bummer and it's something we had to constantly fight but that it's a real thing and i know that sounds crazy to be like what are you talking about just pick up the phone and say that's not real, but it, it just happens. And, and you, it's relentless. And there's so much of it that you finally start to believe some of the press. Absolutely. And that's interesting to hear that because for us, it's like they wrote stories about us our whole careers. So we're semi used to it. So it is surprising to think that we're buying into the press as yeah. well. But for couples on The Bachelor, they're real people who have never dealt with fame totally. before. And now suddenly they're writing that. I would believe at first, I'd be like, oh, he totally, that's happened immediately. So- that's crazy. The more we've been talking today, the more I realize our lives are so drastically different. I am an empty nester. I just uh, got back from seeing my kids up at uh, college this weekend at TCU. Um, and you have seven under one roof. Yeah. yeah. Seven under one roof. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is life like on the daily? Is it just crazy? Like, how are you? Never how, do you how have you had an hour to spend with me? Well, we'll see if something is on fire when I go downstairs after this. Let's pray not. Um, It's never predictable. It's fun. It's chaotic. Um, It's crazy. It's literally insane. I always say I wish people could really know because I'll tell friends I can't do this or work like I, I have to, you know, I can't do this. I have this and that. And they're like, oh, well, we're busy too. And it's like, Okay. Yeah, you're right. But if they really came and spent a day in my house, people yeah. would be like, whoa. I remember thinking I was busy when I had no kids. And then life got crazy because I had one kid. And I always tell people, every time you have another, I have two. It It's not, it, it multiplies by like three. It's not, it, it, the math doesn't work out when you have kids. Right. A- at what point for you though, does it stop getting exponentially crazier? Is it at three? Is it at five? At some point, it's got, it can't just, you know, like, does one start taking care of the other? One just gets lost. It's, it's like, at what point do you, do you, do you that, stop That was caring? me growing up at the manor. <laughs> I, I'm the one that got lost at the manor. Still couldn't find my way out of that place. It was so big. But uh, no, it's like a 10.5 on the Richter scale every single day. I would say my oldest daughter, who is 14, does take care of the other. She'll definitely take care of the five-year-old. Right. They all kind of parent the five-year-old. He's yeah. going to grow up real screwed up because he's not sure who his parent is. Like, he has everyone parenting him. Um, but I don't know if it gets easier. I don't know. And then what is it like as an empty nester? Like, it must be so quiet. It's very, the the quiet was the toughest thing for me to get used to. Post Even post-divorce, when mm-hmm. you've been around your kids 24-7, and I was very active and involved and coached and did all the things that mommy and me and everything. So going from that to then when you have your week off or whatever it is with your right. arrangement, not having your kids that quiet is a difficult thing to get used to. And when my son left for college, 
I still had my daughter and, and we have a great relationship. And I was like glomming onto her. I mean, it was probably annoying. But now that she's gone to college, it is really wild to just have days, weeks where you don't see them. You know, we talk or text, but it's really bizarre that that quiet and calm in your life. It's a good feeling because you've accomplished something because you have wonderful children that are great human beings and they're crushing it in life. So there is the pride factor, but then there's the sadness of yesterday he was banging pots and pans on the, on the floor of the you know kitchen. And I don't remember yeah. when he didn't walk. I don't remember when he, you know, you start forgetting things. And it was those things I yeah. love, the, the coaching little league and soccer and all those going to the recitals and all the performances. Those are the things that I relished and loved so much. And that I understand why people have more and have more because it's like you want to you want to keep that feeling. You're making my ovaries ache real bad right now. That window closes quick, and it's it's weird. It's not yeah. college. It's when they start driving that really hit me. It was that hitting 16, and you have gotten up every day, made them lunch, take them to school. As soon as school's right. out at two thirty, you're an Uber driver for you for you know for the next six hours. Yes, you're an Uber driver and you're a short order cook. And when that's over, when your kids are like, "Oh no, I have practice after," then I'm doing this, then I'm doing this. I'm like, "Wait, so I'm not going to see you for the next twelve hours?" That that's when it really starts to hit you, and you realize that window is closing quickly. I my fifteen year old is now way taller than me. He's five ten, and his voice is getting deep and right. I forget all the time. And I think, oh my God, there's someone in the house. And I freak out because I see like a figure walk by in the kitchen. I'm coming out of my like hallway and and then I hear a voice and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Stella, call 911. I'm like, oh no, it's it's my kid. It's my kid. Yeah, and the uh, the hot He's water 15. bill goes up. Uh, the, the showers get longer. And uh, he'll, he's about to- I wish to, the showers were long. He's about to go into the guttural- noise phase of being a boy where they stop oh. talking and they just they answer with sounds like oh uh, they all do that might uh, all do that uh and and hey uh. and so i thought it was just tiktok though that does no, no, that to no them, no you, you're, you're gonna no. get that for about five years and all of a sudden they just snap <laughs> out of it and you're like oh hey man so good to see you again welcome back to earth wow yeah my son now well he's all into conversations he's a great it's wonderful and i'm like i, I missed you welcome welcome home you know what you need now? Don't say it. You need another one. You need a new, a new baby. I was going to say a grandchild. I, 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 I can't wait for it to be, I love babies. I do. I loved being, I knew I wanted to be a dad. I knew I wanted that life. I couldn't wait for it. Um, and I loved every moment of it, but I do think that God gives you this finite amount of time when you have the patience <laughs> to handle this. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I only know how to do things all in. I'm either doing it or I'm not in anything in life. And parenting's the same way. And the thought of going back to that stage of the diapers, the, you know, getting into the right school and going to all the recitals and all that. Yeah. I think I'm excited to, for the next stage of just spoiling nieces and nephews and eventually no rush kids, grandchildren, no rush. <laughs> and, th and then they go home. Yeah, I could already tell. Like my patience with my five-year-old as a mom is real different than Changed. it was with my 15-year-old when he was that age. Yeah. Well, and after doing it for the fifth time, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there are there are some things, and I don't know if you've noticed though, you probably have much better perspective with your five-year-old. You know what to be worried about. You know what to care about compared to when the first one comes and everything is a big deal. Yes. I was a helicopter mom. Yeah. 
everything. I was paranoid about everything. Now I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. He's 10. Should he already be playing golf? Should he have a swing coach? Should he be doing this? And is his, you know, are his math scores like, he's fine. You know, this, and by the way, the five-year-old is going to be probably the most talented and the most incredible at whatever he does. Because he does play golf, actually. There you go. Because he's going to grow up just following his passions and doing what he actually really loves. (laughs) Do you have animals? Uh, we don't. I did. We had we had dogs, uh, but we we don't have any here in Austin. So I feel like I supplement more babies with animals. But we're gone. We're gone so much, and we love that. Yeah. And that's one thing that Lauren and I have loved is this chapter of our lives of being able to pick up and just go. And, and go, I, I wasn't um, able to do that when I was working on the Bachelor, and that's been one of the blessings. Is we can just go. We can go see the kids. We can go on these, you know, she goes on these girl trips. I go on my boys trips and we love yeah. that. We love having our independent lives, which are very important. Can you and Dean, because I, I, Lauren and I say, you have to have a separate life. There are things you get from your girls, your, your girlfriends that we can't feed that part of your soul. And mm. you need, and you need to miss each other from time to time with that many kids, with the life you have. Can you and Dean do that? Um, he does a little bit. He plays hockey and golf. So he has his outlets. Yeah. I don't. That's important. And it's not good. No, you need that. It's really I important. I work and take care of kids. And it's, yeah. I go through phases where I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend time with my girlfriends. And pr- the public probably knows when I'm having my like, okay, moments where, because they'll see me out like at restaurants and get my photos taken. And then there'll be like two years we don't see me like publicly at all unless I'm working. Um, and that's where I'm just like back in the hole of like kids, kids, kids. I'm like in that right now. I need to get out of it. I need to like have more me time. It's hard. And I get it, you know, preaching to the choir here of it's so easy to lose yourself yeah. when you have children. And I think especially for women, for the moms, it's easy to lose totally. yourself. You have to work hard to, to not. And I, and you have so many side hustles. I know you and Jenny are doing the 90210 podcast, which is crushing it. Yes. 90210OMG. And you and your BFF are also, you have a decor line. Yes, home decor line just launched on QVC. So we're super excited about that. We design every single aspect of it. Um, we're really proud of it and working on it for three years and it finally launched. And then um, we have a great home decor line. And then in July, we're coming out with Christmas in July. So a whole Christmas I mean, BFF line for the holidays of 2023. And then we're possibly launching OnlyFans. So you have a lot on your plate. Maybe. I do. Wow. And that just makes me- You know what they say. What? When you want something done, give it to a busy person. It's true. So keep stacking those plates up. I I like to balance. Just bring it. Well, it makes me even more grateful and appreciative that you took time out to come on my show. I I appreciate it. I've, I've always loved and admired you from afar. And now that I've gotten to spend some time with you, even more so. Uh, You are an absolute rock star. I feel the same way because I'm a fan too. And I've watched you for years and it's really nice to get to know you. I appreciate it. You're the full package, Chris Harrison. Thank you, Tori Spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Next time we do this at the Manor. Ooh, well, now she has the manor in the sky, but we should do this at the manor and we should do it for the launch of the mother-daughter OnlyFans with me and Candy Spelling in her gift wrapping room. Just oh saying, my gosh. it could be a thing. Heaven, heavenly. Wow, um, that would work, huh? It, it would work so <laughs> well. And by the way, I, I love you so much now that uh, Lauren and I will become your first subscribers. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Tori, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. You take care. Thank you, Chris. My thanks to Tori Spelling. 
fascinating life, incredible insight. I love how honest, open, raw she is. She does not mind putting it out there. And I, I think maybe my biggest takeaway is just how, despite growing up in the world she grew up in, she was able to stay focused, concentrated on her job, keep those blinders on, as she said. And she has done that and been incredibly successful and is now an amazing mom. And I wish her all the best. And I look forward to our paths crossing very soon. So my thanks to Tori and my thanks to you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I can't wait to talk to you next time because who knows what headlines are going to pop up this week. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.